0: view is. Not just 36 years in the Senate, but this isn't his first uh, rodeo. Not even his first rodeo this summer.
1: Yeah, and that's part of the problem. Good morning. 507 Trayware. 550 KTSA. FM 1071 and the Trayware page KTSA.com at 210 599 Happy birthday, Mr. Glasgow. What are you? eighteen, nineteen, Something like that? Somewhere in that neighborhood? Alright. Well, glad you're here and glad you pooped today. Glad all these things are going well for you. All right, so, um, okay, let's dive into what's making news this morning because we're now talking Vax mandates. They are a-coming. Vax mandates, they are a-coming. Get ready. Joe opened that salvo yesterday, Joe Biden, by talking about the FDA approving of pfizer 210 particularly those of you who have been no nope, not going to do it it's just not my deal man i'm not going to do this is this now the thing that's going to open it up for you oh yeah man oh yeah i'm in now a government agency told me to do it that it's oh that it's safe never mind that things like shantix and others have been pulled off the market because well oh, even after fda approval because of issues but What do you think? 210-599-5555. You're going to jump in now on your vaccine. The mandates are coming. Here's my prediction. First, private companies that do business with the government will be told if you want to continue to do business with the government, you will force your employees to get vaccinated. Business owners, are you going to go along when that happens? Number two, All the schools, because keep in mind, even though schools are supposedly locally run, they pay, we, you and I, pay money, which goes to the federal government. The federal government skims off the top in a money laundering scheme and sends that money back to the schools saying, hey, if you don't do what we want you to do, remember Barack Obama, when he wanted boys to shower with girls and that to be the law, he told the schools... Your little girl got to get used to it, man. We ain't sending no money your way. Remember that? Remember? And so that's what they're going to do. Schools will have to uh, mandate vaccines. And if they don't, then uh, the pimps in Washington won't be sending the cash. And finally, all citizens who interact with government facilities or government-employed individuals will have to get the vax. Get ready these days are coming guys now that it's been approved by the fda uh and here's why that you have no legal recourse to say no now that the fda has approved it and abc that richard Cantu guy that's on abc in the middle of the night i've never heard anybody as far left on media as him outside of jim acosta and he's supposedly just a an anchor who reads the news in the middle of the night. He's you know no he's he's a left wing political activist, and uh, basically he said your position now is much weakened in a court of law because the FDA has approved it. So your uh, saying no to it won't stand up in a court of law because the FDA has approved it. So you you basically have no legal standing on this is the way that the left and the president is looking at it. He is now urging private businesses step up with vaccine requirements. You noticed he calls them requirements and not mandates. And he told parents yesterday in this announcement, make your children wear masks when they leave home and stay away from unvaccinated people. There's something very dangerous that's going on here with his rhetoric, and that is he has put a scarlet letter on every single unvaxxed person in this country, and he is stoking the flames of hate toward those who are unvaxxed. It's a very dangerous thing that we see happening here in our country right now where people have chosen for whatever reason in a free country, free America, to not take this vaccine. Good, bad, or indifferent, it should be their choice as to whether or not they're going to do it. And Joe is uh, making them sound like common, everyday criminals and murderers for not wanting to take the vaccine. He's making them sound like they're the worst dregs of society for not wanting to take the vaccine. He's making them sound like they are horrible human beings. If you just listen uh, to the way he parses his language and his words concerning those who are unvaxxed, uh, he looks at them with disdain and he has put them let, let, let me put it this way hey joe why don't you just cart them all off to the camp for the unvaxxed because we all know that's what you want to do so now that it's been approved by the fda what are you in two ones does this change your mind about vaccines 210 599 Of course, it's part of a larger movement to control and punish those who dare disobey the COVID, COVID edicts. Of course, that's what this is about. Adam, go right ahead. You're on.
2: Good morning, Trey. You know, I haven't got the shot. I'm not going to get the shot. This doesn't uh, change anything. Uh, you know, I've never been somebody to get sick. I don't get sick. I see a lot of people vaccinated at HEB. They're all masked up. That's fine. I want to breathe. I'm I'm happy the way I am. If people want to, uh, you know, they've been vaccinated, they can still get sick. They're still wearing masks. I'm done with it. If I got to wear a mask, I'm not going to disobey the law, but I'm not going to get the uh, vaccine. I don't care what they approve or what they don't approve. Nothing to do with me.
1: Good stuff. Thank you, Adam. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's the thing about the vaccine. I'm vaccinated. Here's the thing, it's changed, right? It was originally, when I took it, it was, it has a 90 to 95% chance that you're not going to get it, that you will not contract COVID. That's what they told us back then. I remember specifically. So I was good with that, and I took it. And then it, when people who who ha- had the vax started to get it, they said, no, those are the 5% that we told you about, right? 95% still not getting it. Those, that's the 5%. Now it's no, 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 no. It's not that you're not going to get it because you're going to get it. It's just that when you do, you're going to be less sick and you're not going to die. So now that it's changed so much in what? Eight months that it's been out? Seven months? Seven or eight months that it's been out? It's, the story on it has changed so much. My question is, what's next month's change going to be? And the month after that, and the month after that, and the month after that. That's my question. And, again, I'm, I'm not anti-vax, and I, I, I'm vaccinated. So does this change your view of it now that the FDA says it's good? Ray, you're on KTSA. Go ahead. Hey, Okay, so
2: two things really quick. Uh, my, my opinion on these three-letter organizations with the government, who can trust any of them anymore? Not
1: Especially me. Especially,
2: like, the CDC, when, when they're the people pushing critical race theory to their employees. Not me. Racism or white supremacy is, is a main uh, health factor for this country. Like, it's ridiculous. They're obviously a propaganda wing for the left. Um, the FDA, we've been watching uh, on Netflix, we've been watching these these videos, these documentaries for, what, 10 years, showing all these foods and the way they harm us and that the FDA will, will go with whoever makes their pockets the fattest. I haven't trusted them for years already. I mean, am I going to start right now because they jump on board with somebody that's, you know, Probably making, probably making them a little richer.
1: How many drugs have been pulled off the market that were originally approved by the FDA? I mean, the list is forever long of these uh, medications that the FDA approved, and then, oops, well, wow, we found out it was a carcinogen. Oops, we found out it did this, that, or the other, and the FDA has to go back and yank it off of the market. We, we've seen that over and over again. Bottom line is, each American should be free to make their own choice as to what they're going to do. If you want it, get it. If you're opposed to it, then you know what? You should be able to stay away from it, and the government should leave you the hell alone. They should leave you alone, quit berating you, quit badgering you. Look, here, here's the deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anytime somebody's pushing something as hard as Joe is pushing the vax, I go the other way because there's something wrong here. If you've got to push something that hard to get people to do it, there's something wrong. You know, pe- people in America see the value of something, and they sign up for it if they see the value in it. But the more and more and more that a greasy old salesman, <laughs> and that's all Joe Biden is at this point, you might as well put a necktie on him and take him out and put him at the used car dealership. He's no better. In fact, they are better than he is. And he's, hey, I got a deal for you. You got to do this. You got to do it by, by, by midnight on Saturday. You know, and he's just the worst in the world at all this. And so, he you know, people are like, uh, the more you push this, the less I want it, big boy. Hey, Mike, you're on. Go ahead, man. Hey,
3: uh, I hope people can see what the game that the government is playing with them. Listen they they said that people wasn't taking the vaccine because it hadn't been uh, finalized, and the only reason they finalized it is because. They want people to get vaccinated. This vaccination is no safer than it was six months ago. All they did was was do that to get people to be dumb enough to take the vaccine. And uh, if you're dumb enough to do it, that's your problem. And I thank you for taking my call. All right.
1: Thank you, man. Appreciate it. I'm just, uh, my my question is, what's going to change on it tomorrow? Because in just the, the few months that it's been out, we've already seen the whole, the entire narrative about it change. So what is the next change that is coming about this vaccine? You know, we're finding out it doesn't work to, to do what they said it was supposed to do. Now, we've known for some time that places like restaurants, they're not major COVID-19 spreaders. You're not catching COVID standing near somebody for a few minutes. The main source of getting COVID and COVID transmission is co- close and prolonged contact with somebody. Now, the idea no longer is mainly to persuade people to get vaccinated, but to punish people for not following orders. That's what this is about. You know, authoritarianism is always done for our own good under totalitarian regimes. The punishment camps are called re-education camps to teach you how to be a better person in society. And, Joe, you might as well just haul everybody that's unvaxed off to a re-education camp. Now, the vax mandate is the neutral progression. The cruelty that has reigned through this pandemic, whether it's screaming at unmasked people down at the Walmart in very low-risk situations or outdoors, or reporting your neighbors for gathering with friends and family. Remember when we went through that last year? This has been intense. And now all eyes and a focus are on the unvaxxed people, making them seem like the dregs of the earth. Folks, in American society, this should never be done. It should never be done to a free, non-criminal human being who is just exercising their own personal liberty. That's all these people are doing. They should have the right and the capability to exercise their personal liberty without being shamed and called names and focused on by their government. Because let me tell you this. If they do it in vaccines, which everybody thinks is a wonderful thing for the, for the whole of society. Again, I'm vaccinated, and I, I'm i not an anti-vaxxer. But if they do it with vaccines, who, what group of people will they do it to next? Will it be the Jews? What group of people will they do it to next? They're already doing it to Trump supporters Michael Hayden, who worked for the government his entire life, said you, as a Trump supporter, are just like the Taliban. You're the Taliban. You're a rapist. You cut women's noses off if you're a Trump supporter. You cut their breasts off. You beat them for being outdoors without a male escort. That's what Michael Hayden says, who led the CIA under George W. Bush. They've already done it to people who f- who follow and support Donald Trump. You're all a bunch of white supremacists. You're the Taliban, they say. And now they're doing it to unvaxxed people. This is Nazi Germany in the 1930s, folks. Oh, no, they haven't come up with the, with the whole, you know, uh, prison internment camps. But they don't call them prison internment camps anymore. You know what they call them? They call them re-education centers. And for people who don't do what they say do, they go to reeducation centers, which we have them on every corner in America right now. Fernando, go ahead, you are on.
2: Yeah. So
3: one of the things I wanted to quote was Tommy Boy about the brake pads. I don't know if you are familiar with the movie. It's it, it's ridiculous. They want to go in and say, "Oh, the shot uh, is great," but if you want me to put a guarantee on it with the FBI, we'll put a guarantee. It's still a, a bad piece of whatever, but it, it's it's. It's dumb. It's ridiculous. Why are you going to put a stab and thing and guarantee for the FDA to pull it a year from later from now saying, oh, if you have a, a chronic symptoms, you know, we'll pay you a check. This is ridiculous. You're not going to put a guarantee i this
1: I Thank you, Fernando. I appreciate it. The bottom line for me is liberty, personal liberty, and people should be allowed to make that choice. I'm talking about within the bounds of law and the norms of society make that choice and not be singled out as the dregs of society would you put up with it they were if they were saying this about gay people would you put up with it that's what i'm talking about here i'm talking about singling out individuals certain people in a group and saying you're the lowest of low life because you will not do what i tell you to do This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online
4: at KTSA.com.
3: The only reason they finalized it is because they want people to get vaccinated. This vaccination is no safer than it was six months ago. All they did was, was do that to get people to be dumb enough to take the vaccine.
1: It's uh, 526 now, Treyware 550 KTSA FM1071, the trayware page ktSA.com 21059955552105995555. Now the FDA has said it's good. Is it time to get the Pfizer uh, vaccine for you if you have been holding off on it? Let us know what you think. Um, the president of the United States said yesterday that you need to mask your children up anytime they leave the house. And keep them away from people who are unvaxxed. Listen to something else he said.
0: Today I'm calling on more country, more companies, I should say, in the private sector, to step up with vaccine requirements that'll reach millions more people. If you're a business leader, a nonprofit leader, a state or local leader, who has been waiting for full FDA approval to require vaccinations, I call on you now to do that. Require it. Do what I did last month. Require your employees to get vaccinated or face strict requirements.
1: Um, I'm telling you, the mandates are coming, folks, and they're coming in a number of different ways. I'll go through those again. I went through them at the top of the hour. I'll go through them again in the next half hour. Be prepared because a vaccine mandate is coming. Number two is this whole idea of isolating and berating and beating about the head and neck those who have decided of their own volition and free will in a free country to not take the vaccine. They should have that right. Here's something that is going on. I I was contacted about this several weeks ago. I brought it up to you here on the show. Uh, It's now a reality. It is happening. But there are doctors here locally, too. But there are – because I've had friends that have had friends that have gone in, and the doctors have refused to – Uh, treat them if they are unvaccinated in florida yesterday doctors walked out of a hospital staging a walkout because they they refuse now to treat patients who are not vaccinated doctors hippocratic oath that whole thing now imagine this is 1988 and they would have done that with aids patients which they did not do they treated aids patients But, but but imagine Imagine just how big a backlash that would have been. And and then I want you to think in your own head, what group of people are next? Will the doctors say, I'm not going to treat a MAGA person because he wears a red cap and he supports Donald Trump? Um, name the group. Just what group should doctors uh, feel good about refusing to treat in the united states of america i'm not treating them because they're not vaxed they're not they don't have the vaccine so i'm not treating them and they're walking out of hospitals rather than treat people who have chosen on their own in a free country this is supposed to be a free country so think about what's next and and think about what the next thing is that they want to introduce into your body because if they do it with this, for the common good, because so many people are dying from COVID, we got to get everybody vaccinated If they do it with this, what's the next thing they're going to want to put in your body that you, at that point, will not be able to say no? Just where is the line? where do you say no where where's your where's your jumping off point if you if, if look hey i'm totally for them being able to force this into your body by hook crook by law by by shaming you know whatever if if they're if they get away with it here you know there'll be something else they will to put in there they'll have a shot for something else to hit you with real quick ernie go ahead
2: yeah hey uh trey i've been putting two two together uh I know that doctors make more money when the Democrats are in power. Okay. What do you think about that?
1: I I don't know if that's true or not, but okay. All right. Uh, but I do know that hospitals are making money off of COVID. They get extra government money off of COVID cases. I do know that's a fact. Um, these are all things that we've got to think about if we're going to live in a free society going forward. Now, if you don't want to be free, if you're cool with living with the government telling you, instructing you everything to and to not do, then this is, this is right for you. This is perfect for you. But if you want to be free and make your own decisions and have your own personal responsibility about things, well, then you had better up. Wake- and at KTSA.com.
0: First of all, I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. Oh, yeah? They're not. Oh, yeah? You're committed to bringing Americans who want to come home, home.
1: Oh, boy, did you get a little ticked off at that one huh because americans are stranded we'll talk more about that coming right up trayware 550 ktsa fm 1071 Trey Ware page ktsa.com two one zero five nine nine fifty-five fifty-five. now that the fda says it's okay to take it are you gonna take it the vaccine that is the pfizer vaccine allison go right ahead
2: hi here uh I decided, you know what? I'm going to look up the origin of the word pharmaceutical. This is on my smartphone. This is just one sentence from late Latin pharmaceuticals of drugs. Preparer of drugs, poisoner. Okay? That's something interesting. you
1: need to listen. know, huh? Okay. Allison, thank you. I've got to jump and run because i got to get into this other subject, but we're going to get back to this throughout the morning. Now that the FDA says it's okay, will you be taking the Pfizer uh, vaccine? So people are asking about Afghanistan, and they want to know, why aren't we on the offense? Why aren't we on offense? Why aren't we going after it? Why aren't we putting our troops in? We have uh, infrared imaging that sees through walls. Why don't we employ that? Why don't we employ the best military in the world? We spend, you and I spend tons of money every year. We hear every year, every year, we hear that we have to up the Pentagon budget, just for circumstances like this, right? And every year we go along with it. Every year we say, yes, give them more money, because when we have Americans trapped somewhere and their very lives are threatened, we want to be able to get to those Americans and make sure their lives are safe and make sure they are safe. And here we are with the very scenario that we spend trillions of dollars on the very scenario and yet we're not doing it. You know our guys are the best. Our equipment is the best. We have been told that. We have been sold that. We have been led to believe it. So let's see it. Prove it. The reason we're not on offense and the reason we are hunkered down in a completely defensive posture in a very dangerous situation now because the enemy, our enemies, meaning the Taliban and al-Qaeda, have our men surrounded now at an unprotected air base. The reason we are hunkered down in a defensive position like that with our guys very vulnerable, ready to be attacked at any moment by our adversaries is Joe Biden surrendered to the Taliban. Just as if he would have raised the white flag and said, we're done. That's exactly what it was. There was no white flag involved because he doesn't believe in anything white. But it's just like that. He surrendered to the Taliban. He surrendered the best air base to be able to operate from. He surrendered our embassy, and he has surrendered control of this operation to the Taliban. He has told them, we will do only what you say we can do, what you approve we can do. So whether you call it surrender and whether there's an official sue for peace, as we always remember, remember? MacArthur and the Emperor, and they met on the deck. Remember all of that? That's not happening. There's no ceremony for that. But the same thing is going on. We, the United States of America, surrendered. And Joe and the people who lead him know that the American people will not accept surrender. So they're not calling it that. But I ask you. When you have given up property to the enemy, when you have given up control to the enemy, and when the enemy has you and your forces surrounded at one place where they could be attacked at any moment. Well, what the heck do you call it? two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five if you if you're allowing the enemy to dictate the conditions on the ground to you which is exactly what's going on if you have a small force in there that's in a defensive posture it's just like the old wagon train days where you circle the wagons cuz here come the indians uh that's exactly what's going on and our guys have been surrendered by their commander-in-chief. Now, what you're hearing in the news today is that they have kicked up. They, they, they have, uh, they've increased the number of flights. They're, they're getting more and more people out of there. But do you realize who they're getting out and bringing to America? They're not bringing Americans here. So far, approximately mid 40000 of, of people have been brought out since mid-August, or, or since July, actually, since July. 4,000 of those 48,000, 4,000 are Americans. 4,000 out of 48,000. And the people that they are bringing out, if if you go to a foreign country and you try to fly back, you, you pick the country. You go to a foreign country and you try to fly back into the country right now, you have to undergo a COVID test and make sure you're clean of COVID before you leave that country to come to the U.S. The people they are flying out of Afghanistan, who are not U.S. citizens by and large, and bringing here, don't have to test until they get here, and then they're not. nothing happens afterwards. So what's, what exactly is going on? What exactly is happening here? With them repopulating, resettling the country, bringing in people who are not American citizens now? Bringing them from Afghanistan, they don't know who they are. Here I am. I want to go to an America, and they're bringing them here. And only four thousand of them are American citizens out of forty-eight thousand. And we have surrendered to the Taliban. I mean, Joe might as well have raised the white flag because that is exactly what he did. And for Jen Psaki to get mad at the only legitimate reporter in the White House, Peter Ducey, for saying. What about these people who are, these American citizens that are stranded there? And she gets all in a huff about it when our own State Department told them to not go to the airport because it's too dangerous to go to the airport. Now, what do you call that? That's stranded, baby. While Chuck Schumer's dancing with a late-night failure of a talk show host, while Chuck Schumer's dancing... Tom Cotton and his office have been working 24-7 since this began to get people out of Afghanistan, and they have. How many New Yorkers are stranded in Afghanistan and can't get out right now, and their senator's dancing with a late-night television talk show host? The other senator, Tom Cotton, puts his, cell, his personal cell phone number up and says, if you're stranded in Afghanistan, call me. I'm going to get you out. And his staff has actually gotten people out. And he's getting horrific stories of uh, one woman who tried to get there, tried to get to the airport to get out, and she was beaten because she didn't have a male escort driving the car for her. The Taliban pulled out and beat her teeth out. If this isn't surrender, what is it? You you tell me what you call it. 210 599
0: morning news with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline.
1: President Biden is suggesting the U.S.-led evacuation effort
2: could run past the August 31st deadline. Congressman Adam Schiff, emerging from a
1: classified briefing last night, said it appears more time will be needed. And the Taliban is saying, well, there's going to be repercussions if you do. So just what do the Taliban want? And what will Joe give them in order to stay past August 31st? Because that's how that's going to work. Hey, Fred, you're on KTSA with Trey. Your thoughts, please? Morning, Trey. Morning.
2: Connections, connections. China, Iran, next door to uh, Afghanistan. Uncle Joe... Uh, I believe, has accomplished
1: his mission. Yes, that's right. I, I said it from day one, Fred. I started talk about that uh, day one that this came down, that, uh, yeah, th- this is all Joe fulfilling uh, whatever promises and whatever he, has, whatever he has made in the past. I, I fully believe that he is beholden to China. I fully believe that, and uh, this is their opportunity. Um, if we don't stand up, then what's going to happen is you're going to have a century or more of of Chinese control and leadership. It won't be the West. It won't be the United States leading forward. i got to tell you, people are not going to like like it when China is in charge. Uh, But they are strategically moving into the region. They have been mining the hills of Afghanistan now for a couple of years uh, for precious minerals that we need for things like cell phones and batteries and what have you. All that's in the hills and the mountains there in Afghanistan. China has been there mining that strip mining, in fact, some of them. Uh, those hills there in Afghanistan now they are making an alliance with the Taliban, and they are going to be there to support the taliban they 're also making an alliance with Iran for the eventual move onto um, uh, onto israel and of course the the thing over in 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 taiwan that 's going to happen any day now. Watch for China to move on Taiwan any day and uh so it's it, it, this this has worldwide implications uh and worldwide issues. Um, The head of Singapore just said to the vice president yesterday, nobody can trust you guys anymore. So our friends don't trust us and our enemies don't fear us anymore. We have surrendered to some guys who ride horses and shoot slingshots, essentially, (laughs) compared to us, compared to who we are. We (laughs) you think about that for a minute. It's not like we surrendered to the Chinese one billion strong army. We (laughs) We surrendered to some horse jackies who throw rocks at each other, <laughs> who are just a a, a band of, of, of various tribes who fight among themselves, too. And our guys, our guys, badass, badass guys that our guys are, are hunkered down at an airport in a defensive posture, and we can't go beyond that. So if you're American, you just might die there. Texas House Committee has again passed the voting integrity bill, the GOP-backed voting integrity bill to instill integrity in our elections and make it harder for the Dems to cheat. The Dems are the party of cheaters. They want to cheat elections. They're so upset, and so is their media. The cop who shot Ashley Babbitt on January 6th, According to the Capitol Police, he will not be prosecuted. He acted lawfully by shooting an unarmed, innocent woman. But he saved members from possible death. She was unarmed. She was climbing through a window. Shot her in the neck. Um, But she was there. She was going to get those members of Congress as she climbed through that window unarmed. And they will not tell us the name of the man who shot her and killed her. Now, If another police officer shoots a black man somewhere up near Chicago or somewhere, then that guy is going to be published, and his name and his picture will be published all around the world. But this guy can shoot a 35-year-old white mama in the neck. No, it doesn't excuse what she was doing. She shouldn't have been climbing through a broken window there, but she was unarmed and was not a threat to anyone. He shot her. He killed her. And he will not face any consequences, nor will he be identified. Hey, Steve, you're on. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, uh, listen
3: up. Uh, yeah, uh, my friend, I think we've uh, Joe, good old Joe Biden has sold us down the drain. Um, it uh, I think that he sold us out to China. Like you said before, the, um, the Chinese are already in negotiations with the Taliban for all those riches that's over there. And like you said, it's just a matter of time before they take over Taiwan. So uh look like Joe Biden sold us out. And the only thing we can do now is try to impeach him out of the White House before
1: he ruins the rest of the United States. Very well said. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Americans in
0: Afghanistan, when, I said, when we have been very clear that we are not leaving Americans who want to return home, we are going to bring them home. No, that's, that's, that's
1: an untruth of so many of these things that they are saying right now. And we got a little breaking news for you this morning. CIA met quietly with the Taliban leader yesterday. Huh. What could they be talking about? Are they negotiating a peace settlement, a peace agreement, That now that Joe Biden has surrendered to the Taliban? Are they negotiating our surrender to the Taliban? Which is exactly what Joe Biden did. He surrendered. We're in a totally defensive posture. Our guys are hunkered down at not even Air Force Base. It's like being hunkered down over at uh, Stenson Airfield. That's it. Our guys are hunkered down at Stinson Airfield, and they're surrounded by the enemy now, and we can't do anything about it. And so, don't tell me, Gen Saki, full of you know what. Don't tell me they're not stranded there. Americans are completely stranded there, and they can't get to the airport, and they're gonna die. And hopefully, our troops are not gonna die in the process of an attack from these guys that have them surrounded. Joe Biden has put our troops in the middle of a foreign country on an airfield that looks like a Stinson air. Stinson's even better than this place. And now they're surrounded by the enemy. 210 599 I want to talk about vaccines. Pfizer was approved by the FDA yesterday. And now the big question everybody's asking is, are you, if you were a no to the vax, is that what you needed? Because that's what Ron said it was yesterday. Ron Nirenberg, the mayor, said, there you go. You were waiting for the FDA to approve the vaccine. The FDA has approved it. Now go get it. (laughs) Joe Biden said the same thing. Joe Biden says that businesses, private businesses, The time has come for them to mandate vaccines. Well, Joe, they've been doing that ever since the vaccines came out. So is that really what you were waiting on? Were you waiting on the FDA? Okay, all right. So what what Ron and Joe want you to believe is that if the FDA, a government agency, three-letter government agency, says it's all right, that means you're going to do it. Is that correct? 210-599-5555. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five are you all in on the on the vaccines now two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five I have to tell you a few of my thoughts that i jotted down here and then feel free to tell me what you think okay because I really want to hear I believe that nationwide mandates are coming not just the president saying, "I want you to go get vaccinated go get vaccinated." Not just that, but I mean actual mandates are coming. I think the first thing is going to happen, that private corporations doing business with the government will have to vaccinate all of their employees or they will lose their government contract. I think that day is coming. I think that schools, even though they supposedly are run locally, I think that schools are going to be forced to do it or have their federal funding cut off. Just like just like when Barack told school districts if if boys can't shower with your girl, with your daughter, then we're going to cut off your federal funding. I believe that's coming, too, that schools will, will have vaccine mandates. They already do for a number of other vaccines, so why not this one? And I'll get to the why not in just a second. I think that all citizens who interact with government facilities or individuals, like you go to a courthouse, like you go get your driver's license, like you go here, there, whatever, you interact with government facilities or individuals who work for and belong to the government. You're going to have to be vaxed. Now, as to the why not, the primary why not in my mind, and I speak as one who has been vaxed. vaxed okay, so I'm not anti-vax. I'm not spreading anti-vax stuff. The number one why not, in my view, is liberty, personal liberty in a free country you should be able to decide whether or not you're going to take the vax and don't give me the whole crap that david axelrod put out yesterday well you stop at stoplights to protect society the vaccine is protecting you protecting you has nothing to do with societal order which is what a stoplight does. But for numb nuts that listen to David Axelrod, yeah, see, you stop at a stoplight. No, that's societal order, and it protects others. A vaccine protects you. So it's a liberty issue. I'm, I'm fine. I really don't care. Now that I've been vaccinated, I really don't care if you're vaccinated or not. It means nothing to me. So the first why not is liberty. The second why not is they sure are pushing this hard. <laughs> they sure <laughs> The hard sell, man. And I got to tell you, I've become one of those people. At, the longer I live, the more my government is hard selling something, the less I want to do it. <laughs> Whatever it is, they're hard selling. If the government came out tomorrow and hard-selled vacations to Tahiti, I'd have to, man, I'd have to wait a minute. What's up? <laughs> why are they hard selling vacations to tahiti and they're hard selling the crap out of this and i gotta tell you uh, that's a big problem for me i got i got a real big problem when they're hard selling pushing something this hard and hard selling this so liberty and the hard sell and finally the vax has changed now what do i mean by that i don't mean the formulation has changed i don't mean that but the story about the vax has changed so when you look at the way it started out when i was vaxed several months ago it was you'll have a 90 to 95% chance that you're not going to contract catch come down with otherwise get covid yay i'm in put me right in and then people start people who were vaxed started to get it and their story then became, well, those are the 5%. Remember, we told you 90 to 95% chance you're not going to get it. Well, those are the 5%ers. Oh, okay. Well, I'll still take I'll, I'll blow on the dice. I'll, I'll roll in bones. I'm good with that. And then more and more and more people who are vaccinated are coming down with it, even right now, as you and I speak. And now their story has completely changed to no, 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 no! It doesn't keep you from getting it. You're gonna get it. It keeps you from getting sick and dying. That's what it does. Well, I'm still pretty good with that, even though I'm ready to go. If God says right now is the time, I'm ready. But, um, what's next? How's the story going to change tomorrow and next week and next month and next year on this vaccine? What are they going to be telling us six months from now about this thing? Well, it really wasn't going to keep you from dying. It was just going to make you feel better while you were dying. I don't know. What's next? I mean, where do they go from here? And that's the why not as far as I'm concerned. Liberty. Americans who are making a personal choice like this, and we're not talking about lawbreakers, we're not talking about scallywags, you know, we're not talking about the, the dregs of society here. We're talking about fine, upstanding, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens of this country making a decision on their own, no, I'm not taking it. And they should be afforded that in a free country. They should be allowed that in a free country. Otherwise, you're not a free country. By definition, you're not. They should be allowed to say no in a free country. Otherwise, you're not free. You're not a free people. So do we mean all that about let freedom ring, liberty bell? Do we mean that or not? Number two is the hard sell. Every time you turn around, Joe Biden, you <laughs> Somebody somewhere making a ton of money. And the politicians are at the head of the, the, the feed trough on this. And thirdly, story on the vaccines has changed. So how else is it going to change? Yeah, all that stuff about blood cross was right? You know, what, what are they going to say next? So somebody who makes that decision that that's, it's not for them, they should be allowed to make that decision, and they should not be treated like common criminals. They should not be called murderers, as they are being called. They should not be treated like second-class citizens. Joe, go ahead. Just haul them off to the un- the camp for the unvaxxed, because I know that's what you want to do. The camp for the unvaxxed. Come with us. That's exactly what they want to do. And then he has the unmitigated gall... To come on television yesterday and tell parents, here's my instruction for you. Make sure your child, this is a direct quote, make sure your child is masked anytime they leave home. So they're going to get on the corner and they're going to play on a, on a whirly bird in the, in the field. And Joe says, make sure they got a mask on anytime they walk out the front door. And then he said this, and this is the most troubling part. Make sure you keep your children away from unvaccinated people. What are they? The lepers? Unclean! In the biblical times, a leper had to shout, unclean, unclean, so that everybody would run for the leper. Is the unvaccinated person the leper? And if you agree with Joe treating unvaxed people as second-class citizens, as he is, if you agree with them treating them like they're common criminals, as they are, They're not even humans. If you agree with them doing that, what you going to do when they come for your group? Because they started with Trump supporters, and you're the Taliban. Hey, look, Michael Hayden said it. He, He ran the CIA. He's been in government all of his life. He worked for George W. Bush at the CIA. Michael Hayden said, you're the Taliban if you support Donald Trump. You're the Taliban. Which means, oh, you cut women's noses off, you beat their teeth out, you shoot people in the head, you cut their breasts off. You're the Taliban, says Michael Hayden, a guy who is the definition of the swamp. If you support Donald Trump, those are the things that you do. You're no better than the Taliban. And now the unvaxxed, well, don't let your kids get around the unvaxxed. It's like, you know, like we would tell tell our kids hey you know stranger danger stay away from the pervert that lives on the corner they're saying that about the unvaxxed law abiding citizens in our country who pay their taxes and go to work every day and raise their children go to church on sunday and they're being told your away. don't let your kids get near those people you know i gotta say joe if i had little ones i'd say that to them about you I've seen your hands. So what group is going to be next? Would it be the Jews? Just asking a question. I mean, if we're going to go full 1930s in Germany, what's next? Who else? What other group of people are they going to malign? And are they going to... uh, ostracize and isolate who is next and again i'm not anti-vax i'm just very pro-american and pro america the way it should be and pro-liberty gerald go right ahead you're on yes
2: um i've got a comment about i've i've had covid i had it. um and from what i've seen from research John Hopkins and the Cleveland Clinic and stuff, they actually say that your natural immunity is better than the vaccine. So if they're going to make people get vaccinations, are they going to put a caveat in there for people who have already had? Oh, no a natural immunity no and then on top of that they're not, I am not a, i'm not anti-vax myself i've had vaccinations i just had a tetanus shot i just got the vaccination for shingles for pneumonia i'm not anti-vax i'm anti-unproven vaccination and then on top of that they have no earthly idea what the long-term side effects of this thing is
1: Well, all those things are exactly what I've been talking about. Gerald, thank you. I appreciate it very much. All those things are exactly what I've been talking about. But I want to focus. I I don't want to debate so much the efficacy of the vaccine. My focus, my attention is on free American citizens deciding for themselves what they want to do without being ostracized. Because, folks, you are one step from the camp. I'm not kidding you. I'm not being hyperbolic. This is one step. Do you realize, Karen, hold on. Do you realize? San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 (laughs) KTSA and FM 1071.
0: If you're one of the millions of Americans who said that they uh, will not get the shot until it has full and final approval of the FDA... It has now happened.
1: All right. Uh, 627 Trayware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071. The Trayware page, KTSA.com. 210-599-5555. It's 210-599-5555. Coming up with West Bunch at 650. It's Tech, tu- Tech Tuesday. Three things to not skimp on when buying your next computer. Three things to not skimp on when buying your next computer coming up at six fifty Tech Tech Tuesday here on five fifty KTSA FM one oh seven one Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and A C and Joel and his team at Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and A C can handle everything when it comes to your plumbing services. Um doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter what time of the day or night it is, doesn't matter what what day of the week it is. You call Quarter Moon and they're there. Master Plumbers are on staff. They have all of their state plumbing licenses. So if you have a, a new build, a building that you are building, or one that you are retrofitting, or if you're doing a remodeling project, Quarter Moon does all that for you. They provide estimates right up front so you know exactly what the job is going to cost you. No hidden costs and no commission salespeople ever, ever, ever going to come to your door from Quarter Moon. Just guys who are experienced with decades, years of experience. And they work with you to make sure you get the solution you need for your plumbing or your A.C. problem, whatever that might be. Need a whole new A.C. unit or repair to the one you have? Trust the good guys at Quarter Moon to do it all for you. Just call the good guys at Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and A.C. at 210
0: And This is a, a healthy debate, and we're confident about the path forward.
1: Yeah, okay. All right, so we'll get back to that in a little while. And don't forget, West Bunch from Bridgehead IT is coming up Tech Tuesday. The three things you don't want to miss and skimp on when you're buying a new computer. Trey Ware here, KTSA. Ware and Ryman coming up at 7 o'clock. So I watched that that dash cam video, Don. I watched the whole thing. It was 19-something long. Um at first, when I saw the one from the colonel on, I guess it was Sunday morning, because he recorded, he put, he put, I think it was alive, like at 3 a.m. Sunday morning. And I'm sitting there working, and I believe it was that day. I think it was 3 a.m. Sunday morning. And I'm sitting there working, and all of a sudden he pops up on my computer screen. I'm like, uh, dude, what are you doing? This must have been recorded or something, right? So it drew my attention immediately. So had to watch him. And he was ticked. In fact, he said, I'm pissed and whoa. For Alan West to be speaking that way, what's going on? And, right. and then he went into, they just arrested my wife. It's 3 a.m. I, I was having dinner in Waco with uh, Ted Nugent, a couple of other guys. And uh, my daughter called me and said, they just arrested my wife for DUI. I'm here at the Dallas Sheriff's Department. They're not letting me see her, talk to her, have any communication with her. Uh, I can't have any contact or anything at all. They've completely frozen me out. Blah, blah, blah. He was standing right there in the in the uh, sheriff's department headquarters. And uh, so I thought, wow, that's kind of weird. It, and at first, you know, the first thing that my mind was, he's one of these public figures that's just ticked that his wife got caught. And, uh, yep, she's probably guilty. That's the first thing I thought, right? Shame on me for thinking that, right? But that's where my head went to be, okay, all right, she got caught. And he said she was drinking lemonade and water, and there's a a restaurant full of witnesses who who will testify that she drank nothing but lemonade and water. P.F. chang mm-hmm. So okay. And he said I believe my wife. Now that that right there, I stood up and I said okay, a man backing his wife like that, I'm with you, brother. I'm 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 there because I'd do the same thing. Well, anyway, uh, so when the dash cam came out yesterday, I, I said I'm gonna watch every minute of this. I, now, I'm not an expert in this, okay? <laughs> I'm not an expert in these guys giving doing these field sobriety tests. I never saw her stumble. I never saw her skip a beat. I never saw her waver. I never saw her like a drunk person kind of uh, back and forth.
5: Yeah, you can often tell when that's the case.
1: Well, yeah, that's why they typically call the, the DUI officer out to give a, te- a field sobriety test. I never saw her do that. And, in fact, when the officer had her walk the straight line, she walked it like 10 times, and she finally turned to the officer and said, am I done? And the officer said, I don't know, are you? I mean, instead of saying, yeah, you've walked it like six or seven times, she went back and forth like six or seven times. Right. And she, the officer told her, take nine steps this way and nine steps that way. Well, she did several more before she finally stopped and said, do I need to do more? And the officer said, I don't know, is the test complete yet? And I went, Okay. I know whose side I'm on on this deal, right? And she stood there, and she never, like I said, she never swayed or she never slurred her words, you know, or or whatever. And yeah, I I guess the the they they were not happy with the blow, right? Right. And so they was inconclusive. Inconclusive. Right. Well, that's no (laughs) seriously. You're going to arrest somebody for inconclusive? They're innocent, remember? Mm -hmm. And and what that officer did, in my view, my humble opinion is, the officer went right to you're guilty. Because it was inconclusive. You're guilty. Mm-hmm. So I'm hauling you in for DUI, and I'm going to lock you down, and you don't get to talk to anybody or see anybody or anything like that. This is all on that officer, I believe, in my opinion, from what I saw. Now, the, the quick answer to that is a blood draw, and I don't know if they tried to do that or she wouldn't do that. They, they I, I did.
5: They did do that. Uh, lab results are not in yet uh-huh. of course this takes some time you can't just it doesn't happen overnight
1: so. well that's amazing because they they do it overnight here <laughs> they remember the whole susan reed uh yeah. put it into effect as a law and said we'll have the results instantly and we'll know right away and all that so i don't i don't know anything about that but what i saw with my own eyes she didn't look drunk at all not the least bit uh, I, I never saw any physical indication that she was impaired at all. Yeah. Now, who who knows what was going on, but I never saw anything. And I may have missed something. If I did, you guys can straighten me out, but I... I, I watched the whole thing. I didn't yeah. see anything it would have said to me as an officer. Oh, she drunk at a skunk. Boy, we gotta haul her downtown. I didn't see anything that said that to me.
5: I, I didn't watch all of it, but I watched enough, and you know, came up with my own. Did well, you I, see anything? I don't believe she. I don't believe she was intoxicated. You didn't see anything. I didn't see anything that would lead me to believe that she was intoxicated. I didn't either. Um, you so know, that, you know, either that or the the woman can hold her liquor. <laughs> well one of, the, one of the two
1: i guess there's a we'll the few of them out it. there yeah, too we'll,
5: we'll find out at some point but i i didn't see anything that would lead me to believe
1: well i'm was, not saying that the, the police department was out to get her she wasn't slowing her words wasn't swaying not she one was bit
5: wasn't being belligerent she not was, one. Uh, oh, well, she was
1: very cooperative in yeah, fact to the point where she was almost in tears when she said i've never had this happen to me before so mm-hmm. what do i do no she did uh, in my
5: opinion uh, which I never really give <laughs> my opinion. She did everything right, uh, as as far as I could tell in the video. She did everything she was. I'm taking to. you out of the
1: newsroom part uh, right there, now. You yeah, can give your okay, opinion. Yeah. Okay, we'll put you back in the news she, thing. She, a it, it
5: looked to me like she did everything that she was.
1: Uh, to. And she said, she said clearly uh, because the officer kept 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 saying to her. Well, you tell me if this test is over. Yeah. Well, you're how the, the hell am the I ad- going to know? You're the cop. You're the one administering the test. Right. You know? You're you're the one. You're the one who went to school for this. Right. I don't know. She said, and she was not belligerent then. She said, just please tell me what you need me to do. Mm-hmm. I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Right. And the officer was like, ha, rah, rah, and I thought, well, okay. Well, it, it, and I'm it, not saying it's a political hit. No. I. I d- you know, I think Alan
5: probably thinks that. Yeah, probably. And that'll all come out at some point if that's the case. But. She she handled herself very well throughout I the so. whole thing. Uh, she kept her composure, um, so you know, kudos to her for because in a lot of, how I can promise you ninety percent of the time that's not going to happen. Well,
1: you know uh, that's what I was about to say. I, how what, many times
5: have we seen something like that where it turns violent or ugly real quick? But well, it didn't happen with her at
1: all. And, and you know, it, it seemed to me like they were putting her through a lot of those tests. Like they, it wasn't like they just did one or two and said, "Ah, you're not drunk. Go on. You know, do your thing." Right. right? Yeah. Uh, they just okay it was like they were they were trying to get her to screw up mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying sure right they just kept throwing it at her and throwing it at her and throwing it at her until eventually you're going to make a mistake of something mm-hmm. aha gotcha yep. finally and eventually that's going to happen to everybody whether you're stone cold sober or whether you're drunk as a skunk eventually you're going to something's going to happen to you mm-hmm. and of course uh, the colonel's problem was his grandson was in that car and uh they, you know, took her, handcuffed her and took her away and left the grandson there on the side of the road with a couple of officers. Right. Which he said that that was completely inappropriate. And I probably – I probably would have blown my lid, too, if, yeah. you know, the circumstances and my wife sober being hauled off like that and uh, leaving a grandkid behind, I probably would have had something to say, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe his attorney will have something to say. <laughs>
5: yeah, I'm sure. Maybe Thomas yeah. J. Henry or somebody will yeah. file some Someone's going to have a lot to say <laughs> we'll, real
1: soon. We'll, we'll see. By the end of the week, it's going to take a couple of real nasty turns. And... If you see that the Colonel West has a secured attorney to sue department, <laughs> you'll, you'll know exactly. Wait a minute. Yeah. Elvis wants to say something. Go ahead, Elvis. It's uh like my son got picked
2: up on a ticket he hadn't paid, and then when he finally gets through the system, they dump him out of the detention center, no phone, no wallet, no car keys, shoes with no shoelaces, and no way to contact anybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well that, yeah. I understand. Yeah, that's that. That's just that's somebody being a jerk. <laughs> that's what that is. That's exactly what that was. Treating yourself that way. Thank you, Elvis. Appreciate it. Okay, West Bunch coming up next. The things you must not skimp on when buying your next computer. Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. For those of you in the military, you're called upon to make extreme sacrifices. You're leaving behind your friend, your family, and your friends, and you perform your duties without hesitation. Military families make sacrifices too, and when a loved one comes home with extreme trauma. The families are deeply affected, too, and Laurel Ridge Treatment Center has been helping soldiers return home healthy and whole for more than 30 years. They're also here for military dependents, those who have depression, anxiety, addiction, PTSD, and so on. You're not in this alone. You you have a, a loving, caring group of folks at Laurel Ridge who built a specific building for military folks and their families. Laurel Ridge Treatment Center at 210 491 3591. Saving lives, healing families, creating hope in the lives of San Antonio.
0: A message brought to you by Techstat.
1: Today's Pledge of Allegiance, powered by Stevens Roofing. Okay, Nadine, go for it.
0: I pledge allegiance to
5: the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it
0: stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. <laughs> of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline.
1: Right on. Okay, so it's 6.51, and on Tuesdays at this time, it is Tech Tuesday. Are you liking that techie music there, Wes? That's kind of cool, man.
4: I'm digging it.
1: Yeah. I like it. It kind (laughs) of... Kind of makes it all seem very IT-ish to me. <laughs> Wes is the head over at Bridgehead IT. He joins me every Tuesday. We talk about tech stuff. And so today it's the three things that you'd never skimp on when buying your next computer. Let's go through
4: them. Yeah, well, you know, we can all be a sucker for a good deal every now and again, right? And um, it can be tempting to follow one of those links online that has the laptop on sale for $349, right? And you know what? Cost is definitely a defining factor. Uh, There's some things we really want to consider if we're going to be happy with this thing long term, right? And, you know, this goes for tablets, laptops, desktop computers, Um, really three things we want to focus on. And, And the first one is RAM, right? Physical memory in the computer. The amount of RAM in the computer is directly tied to how many programs you can run simultaneously. And so a lot of the times I'll hear people say, you know, I really don't run a lot of programs, I just kinda of surf the internet and, and check my email and what you don't realize is is that every one of those tabs in your browser runs as an independent program and it can chew up RAM, right? And so if you don't have enough RAM, your computer's really gonna lag and run slow. So, um, you know, the inexpensive computers are going to have 4 gigs of RAM. You know, you really want to be in the 8 and, and, for some people, in the 16-gigabyte of RAM range. That's going to give you plenty of breathing room and make that thing run and, and, and feel peppy for you. <laughs> right?
1: I'm con- I'm const- the one I sit behind here at the office, I'm constantly begging for more. And I'm telling you, they could put 18-gigabillion bytes of RAM. I don't even know what that means. But they could put that much in there, and I'd still not have enough because I love having all these tabs open. I love it.
4: Well, and that's the thing. It's like these are tools that we buy to make ourselves faster and more efficient. And and I laugh sometimes at businesses that want to just buy the cheapest computers they can find. It's like, you know, these are tools we use all day long. Some of us, you know, eight-plus hours a day every day, and you multiply that times the number of employees you may have. Right. And it can substantially slow your business. But, but
1: isn't RAM relatively them? el cheapo, you know, to buy I mean, RAM? It is. Yeah.
4: Oh, absolutely. It, it is. All of these things, all right? The, the next one is hard drives. You know, hard drive size matters, but, but the speed matters more. You know, the hard drive size is directly dependent on how many files we want to store locally. And I advise people, don't buy a hard drive. Get, get a computer with a solid-state drive in it. A solid-state drive is much faster. I mean, it is like a, a B12 shot in the arm to your computer. It will just... Like night and day difference, right? And, and these solid state drives are a little smaller, but in most cases that's okay because a lot of these big files that we think we need to keep, we can store them up in the cloud, like on OneDrive or Google Drive. And so, uh, strongly recommend the solid state drive. And then thirdly, uh, the processors. You know, the the CPU may be one of the most important factors in a computer, and there's a lot to talk about about processors. I could go on and on about cores and threads and clock speeds, but at the, at the end of the day, if you're not like an intense gamer. Uh, To keep it simple, focus on the model, right? We want to stay with the 7-series and the 9-series models like the Intel i7 or the AMD Ryzen 7 or the Intel i9 or the AMD Ryzen 9. You know, those processors... Uh, have a lot of clock speed. They're going to make our programs run faster. They're going to make our computers enjoyable. You know, sometimes you, you know you get these older computers and it, it just makes you sigh to sit down and, and wait. You know, thirty minutes for the thing to boot up. I mean, that's that's that just doesn't work. I mean, these these things are again designed to make us go faster. So let's let's build them right. Um, and then I think you know one of the bigger takeaways is is that if you're buying a computer right now, say for yourself or maybe you're buying a computer for somebody for christmas if you're if you're thinking about that buy it right now um this this chip shortage thing is real and computers Uh, tablets you know the ipads of the world they are going to be really really challenging to find uh, if you're thinking christmas for somebody go online and buy it today and you'll probably get it by christmas um but maybe even not that so i can't stress the importance of buying out yeah
1: Okay, so with all that being said, with all that stuff that you just talked about, what should somebody expect Ballpark to pay for something in that, uh, and I know you're not in the computer selling business, but Ballpark, an idea of where somebody's going to be when they get all that stuff you just talked about?
4: Yeah, you know, uh, 900 to $1,200. And that may That's sound
1: amazing. like a lot. No, it doesn't. But, but again, I, mean... <laughs> I say no, because I remember the first computer I bought was in the 80s, two eighty six, uh, with a I think it was like a ten baud modem or something in it. I, you know, something like that. Thing was four grand, thirty eight thirty eight ninety something.
4: Well and, and to think about it this way, think about the old typewriters, the old IBM typewriters, those things you'd spend two or three thousand dollars mm. on just a typewriter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so it's almost free when you yeah. <laughs> think about it from that perspective.
1: Exactly. It really is. We're talking about mucho faster and uh, and, and much, much less expensive than in the 80s when I bought my very first computer, as is the same with everything else. The price, you know, I've got this... I got this Samsung uh, phone I'm looking at right now. It has all that capability you just talked about. And uh, the old brick phone or shoe phone we used to carry, probably three times more expensive than that thing was. All right, Wes, I'll I'll let you go. You can check him out over at bridgeheadit.com is where he is, bridgeheadit.com, and he's here every Tuesday at this time for uh, Tech Tuesday. Thank you, Wes. Talk to you next Tuesday. Thanks, Ray. Have a great day. Okay, coming up next, it's Warren Ryman here on KTSA. Of course, we'll talk about the FDA approving the vaccines. And now Joe and uh, and Ron and the other biggies say it's time for you to go because now you have approved of it. And now they're treating all of the unvaxxed like second-class citizens. Why don't you just lock them up in the camp for the unvaxxed, Joe, Ron, because I know that's what you want to do. I know that's what you think. That's where they belong. So we're going to talk about that. And we'll also talk about the latest out of Afghanistan. The latest breaking news this morning is the CIA director met with the Taliban leader on the QT yesterday. I wonder what he...